Hey, you've reached lip service. This is a part of the segment where we sit back, relax, talk about the things you want to talk about. From your deepest fantasies to your most upsetting frustrations. Let us know. We're here. Cookie Snooky. 7 to 18. Ready or not, I'm spread eagle and naked. Is it forbidden or strange fruit? The dark past of my ancestors and the phrase strange fruit hanging pops into my mind. It's surreal as I lay in white chocolate's bed naked and spread eagle. What on earth would my ancestors think if they saw me now? I'm willingly lying in bed with their enemy race. However, this particular member of their enemy race has proven himself a delicious forbidden fruit that I can't seem to get enough of. Don't go there, Snook. I tell myself as he goes down on me, tasting me as if I'm the sweetest forbidden fruit he's ever had. Before this, I didn't know whether I was the one with the case of jungle fever or he was. Now it's clear that both of us have caught the fever because he is eating the shit out of me and I'm moaning and squirming in pleasure as his two hands hold me firmly down beneath him. In this moment, as a Catholic girl, I just knew I would need to go to confession after this. White chocolate's tongue was oh so sinful down there as it went flick, flick against my clit. The devil had already sexed me down once, playing me like the most sensual of instruments. Before I allowed him to get me into this compromising position, though, I'd had to do some fast talking so white chocolate would take his hands off me long enough to let me slip into the shower. Naturally, I'd had a hard time convincing him to stop his attentions after we'd rushed into his place, making out like crazy teenagers. I'd ended up prancing around his apartment half-dressed as I hurried to hunt down a plastic bag. There was no way I was letting this hair get wet in the shower when I'd worked so hard on it this morning. The apartments white chocolate stayed in were of the luxury quality, naturally. So his bathroom was all dark, sleek marble. He told me once that he liked living in the city because he was a bachelor and hadn't wanted the responsibility of maintaining upkeep on a house without a wife. Did that mean he was looking for a wife? And if so, was I wifey material to him? Even though it was 2018, an inkling of doubt entered my mind. My experience was that many of the white men out there didn't find black women appealing enough to marry. I sighed as I rinsed off the soap. This particular location kept white chocolate in the heart of downtown Houston. Thus, he could both walk to work in addition to all the hot bars, clubs, and museums if he wanted. I rushed through my rinse-down process in his multi-jet, multi-pressure shower. The jets felt amazing on my overly sensitized skin. White chocolate had wanted to join me, but I politely declined. I had to get clean, and that involved cleaning down there. There was no way I would be doing that in front of a guy I'd just met. I locked the bathroom door, and he'd grudgingly waited the five minutes it had taken for me to hurriedly wash up. I was eager, so ready to get down to business. Snook, you slut bag, a voice from my subconscious thought. I slapped the voice down, and when I emerged, white chocolate was gloriously naked on top of his bed. 
My eyes grew wide, and I smirked with amusement as I stared at him lying on his bed perfectly at ease in his birthday suit. A sexy smirk came across his face as I perused his naked male form with blatant appreciation. He lay on his side, facing me, with his head propped up on his right arm. I smiled and said, You should come da- come shower to get rid of that crawfish. I couldn't finish my sentence because right then he slid off the bed with a devious look on his face. His eyes were filled with lust, and his dick stood proudly at full salute. My eyes helplessly dropped to his hard length as it bobbed with each step he took towards me. Mercy, I thought as he walked over to me with the sexiest swagger I'd ever seen in a white guy. When he stood towering before me, he said, I washed my hands three times with strong soap. Next thing I knew, he plucked the plastic bag off my head and threw it to the floor. Before I could protest or complain about steam and black girl hair, he yanked me to him and began kissing me like a starving man. Since white chocolate was a fit white boy, the feel of his hard body through the towel completely distracted me from anything else. I was supposed to be seducing him, damn it. But as he picked me up and held me against him, I quickly realized things were the other way around. I didn't have the upper hand like I usually did when I was in the bedroom. How is this happening? What the fuck? I thought as I immediately realized I'd lost complete control of the situation. He didn't immediately put me on the bed, and it was thrilling and oh so sexy. He held me with one arm while the other slipped the towel off. I was naked and totally exposed to him now. His skin felt so good against mine. So smooth and perfect. I was completely helpless to resist him, even just to regain control of things so I gained the upper hand. It seemed that even I couldn't fight against so much sexy masculinity. He began to walk towards the bed, then pause as if he had a thought better of things. What he did, I will never forget, because he lifted my ass and fluidly slid inside me with one swift thrust. A second later, my ass was hanging off the edge of the bed as he pounded into me, giving me the fucking I had so desperately needed this entire week. He murmured intelligible words of encouragement to me as his skin slapped against mine. I felt like a total slut as my body responded by shamelessly coming all over his dick. It was like a damn slip and slide down there, and it felt incredible. Touch your nipples, he demanded. My mind was filled with mush, and I failed to comprehend, huh? I asked. He gripped my thighs tighter as he thrust in and out. Forcefully, he said, my hands are busy. Touch your nipples. Shit, he demanded me demanded it so vehemently that I immediately did it without question. I arched into him as he kept up the vigorous pace. He maneuvered me onto my side, holding one leg up in the air for a deeper angle. I moaned and melted beneath him as he hit my G-spot. I suddenly felt as if a heavenly light was shining down upon us from above as my pleasure spiked. Damn this white boy, I thought, unable to conjure up any other thoughts as he suddenly gripped my leg and swung it around so that I flipped onto my stomach and he was taking me from behind. Not missing a beat, he grasped my waist as I continued to dangle halfway off the bed. His thrust grew even more demanding as our skin slapped against each other once more, my generous ass acting as a bouncy cushion as he pounded into me. I knew he was close when his grunts grew more labored and I felt him grow harder inside me. He suddenly pulled out as he came with a curse and a loud groan. Hot streams of cum jetting onto my back like lava. After he cleansed me off, white chocolate came to lay beside me, turning on a fan with his remote. 
The expression on his face was all lazy, masculine pride. As we lay on his bed, cooling down, we talked and caressed on his bed the way lovers do in the afterglow of sex. But as I said earlier, I'd ended up being spread eagle beneath him. And as soon as the first of many orgasms hit me, I stopped caring about the strange and exotic fruits. The man was going to kill me. Who knew white chocolate was full of this many surprises? I was fast falling in love with this sinful white boy's sex game. Damn, I wasn't ready. Yet and still, I was greedy for more as he built me up into another orgasm. Suddenly, he stopped. What? No, I thought as he slowly, reverently straightened with his eyes locked on mine. He crudely wiped the evidence of my lust from his mouth with the back of his hand. Then, in a sexy, deep voice, he said, Can't let you have all the fun. He climbed on top of me for more entering me just as swiftly as he had the first time. He went at a much more sedate pace than the first frenzied round of sex. He was slow and deep. I took all that white chocolate had to offer, which in this case was a lot, as I all too willingly tumbled back into his pleasure pit. Time passed, and when we'd finally exhausted one another, it was 7.30 p.m., I could hear my phone buzzing from where I ditched my purse in the other room, but I couldn't be bothered with retrieving it. I was too caught up with watching White Chocolate's abs tighten and release as I lay in the crook where his arm met his chest. I was drawing soft circles along his stomach, and he was rubbing along my thigh and ass, squeezing occasionally as I lay with one leg draped over his. Needless to say, we were completely fucked, at least for the moment we were. We dozed, and the next thing I knew, he was nudging and kissing me softly. Hmm? I moaned. Hey, it's 10.30. I'm going to order some delivery before it's too late. You want anything? He whispered quietly. Sleepily, I moaned. Just whatever. He leaned in and kissed my cheek. You staying over? He asked. A hopeful look to his voice. Oh, white chocolate was so sweet. Do you want me to... I asked. He chuckled and said, You and morning sex sounds good to me. Mm, I said sleepily. He clearly took that as my assent because he left the room, closing the door quietly behind him. When I emerged, there was Chinese takeout on the kitchen counter. White chocolate was shirtless on the couch, looking through Netflix for a movie. I wore a clean t-shirt I found in his drawer, along with a pair of his cotton boxers. He eyed me and said, Come here, babe. As he patted a spot next to him, I walked over and plopped down next to him as he selected a movie for the night. Been wanting to see this one. It was nominated for an Oscar. What do you think? You sure will be watching a movie? I asked sleepily with a yawn. He smiled and said, no, but I thought you'd appreciate the gesture. He suddenly pecked me on the chip on the lips before handing me the remote and hopping off the back side of the couch. He began getting plates for the fragrant Chinese. I decided not to overthink shit too much, so I selected the film he'd already picked out. As the movie began, I marveled at how comfortable I felt around white chocolate. Things were just easy, effortless, relaxed, and simple. There was also the fact that he was an absolute beast in the bedroom, so much so that it had left your girl feeling at ease with life. 
I don't know why the hell I had ever doubted or worried about giving him a chance. Because, honey, the white boy had delivered. He'd fuck the complete shit out of me. Hell, we'd fuck the shit out of each other. Evidence from the fact that we'd both needed that power nap for recovery afterwards. I'd probably be sore in all the right places tomorrow. It had been that good. I was so scared that I felt like falling back asleep. My body was the consistency of a limp noodle, but I truly wanted to know white chocolate better. So I decided to settle down and watch this movie with him. White chocolate was one of the best first times I'd ever had, if not the best. It was a tough thing for me to wrap my head around if I were being honest. I was a worshiper, black dick, after all. I thought there was no substitute. What was the saying? Once you go black, you never go back? I'd always dated black, so I never had to worry about or even consider going back to anything. But now, now, white chocolate sexual prowess had just changed the game. Now I had to reconfigure my whole thought processes because I was actually consider, considering never going back to black. White chocolate had just opened up all types of new possibilities for me. I've been a fool to think of him as a cheap imitation of real chocolate. Damn, he'd even put Charmer to shame. Stop complaining, comparing Snook. Jeez, I really needed to stop seeing shit in color and start seeing and accepting white chocolate as a man. White chocolate left the kitchen to go to his room. To my disappointment, he returned with a white shirt on, but to my delight... He was wearing dark rimmed glasses. I smiled at him and asked the obvious, you wear glasses? He smirked, flashing those adorable dimples again and said, yeah, at night, it's just easier. It irritates my eyes when I sleep in contacts. I know they're pretty geeky. Do you like glasses? Hell yeah, I do, I thought. He looked even sexier with the glasses on than off. I love nerds, and because he was a nerd who also had dimples, he'd totally be getting laid in the very near future. I kept my thoughts to myself, though, and simply said, yeah, with a somewhat cynical smile. He smirked and brought the food over to the coffee table, kissing me on the cheek again before returning to pour something for us to drink. I didn't know what to do with this white man who showered me with affection and couldn't seem to keep his hands off me. I was physically at ease but mentally ill at ease with how he made me feel. I hadn't been treated like this since I'd been in a committed relationship. I was out of practice with what to do. All I knew was that despite the fact that it was kind of scary, it was also thrilling for a man to provide me with so much attention. I found that I was hungry for more. I couldn't let him know that though. I waited for him to return to the couch before digging into the food. I looked around his place and noticed what I hadn't really had the chance to notice all the other times I'd visited and fooled around with white chocolate. His place was pretty plain and guyish. One thing I liked was that he had some nice art on his walls. There was also a nice balcony to my left that led to the pool. Mentally, I decided some of the things... I would change about his place to make things more lavish. That is, if stuff got more serious between us. Wait, was I considering getting more serious with white chocolate? After just one fuck? What the hell had gotten into me? I needed to stay on the straight and narrow. You're dick whipped. That's what's gotten into you. My smart ass subconscious supplied. No the fuck I'm not. 
I thought in complete denial as I calmly ate up more Chinese. As the plot of the movie began to develop, he left the couch again, and I soon heard the sloshing of more white wine being poured from the kitchen. I'm glad you're staying the night, Cookie. I wasn't sure if you really liked me, he called from the kitchen. Distracted from my thoughts, I replied, Why would you think that after we fooled around and stuff? I don't know. I guess I didn't really start doubting you until this last time. He hesitated a moment and said, When you held off on seeing me for two weeks, I thought you weren't interested in me anymore. Had my ears deceived me? Or was there genuine hurt or vulnerability in his voice? Whatever it was, he hid it too quickly for me to be certain of things. You didn't scare me off. I was just unsure if you were serious about me or if you were just into the physical, so I backed off to see which one it was, I said smoothly. That and I had decided I was scared shitless of foreign objects, your big white dick being the primary object in question, I thought. He came to sit next to me, handing me the wine. And what do you think now? He asked. I snickered and said, that I should have held out longer because I still don't know. He gave me a mercurial smile as he picked up his chopsticks to take in a mouthful of the delicious and steamy noodle dish he'd ordered. Eyeing me thoughtfully, he shrugged, swallowed, and said, All men are into the physical. I say it's like 80 to 95% of why we get involved with a woman to begin with. Or a man if you're gay. I raised my eyebrows at the gay comment. He shrugged again and said, Hey, it's 2018 and it's Gay Pride Month. I have to make sure I account for everyone. It was my turn to shrug now. I see, I said as I took a long swig of the crisp white wine. When I picked up my plate again, I asked, What is the other 5 to 20% of things then? Compatibility and companionship, he said. I let his answer mull over in my mind, then asked, and how do I measure up? He took a sip of the wine and met my eyes, the dim light from the TV playing across his handsome features as he said, So far, I enjoy everything about you, even you waiting two weeks to see me again before deciding to stay over and eat Chinese on my couch. Hey, I even like that you put on my shirt and boxers tonight without bothering to ask me whether you could or not. He raked his gaze over me in appreciation and smirked. I laughed around a mouth of, mouthful of noodles. When I'd recovered, I said, I'm sorry, I had no spare clean clothes. He shrugged again and said simply, doesn't bother me. He paused, then a devious bad boy look came over his face as he added, looser clothing means easier access. I rolled my eyes and took another sip of wine. After a moment, he asked, I'm curious about what you think of the physical part, though. I hesitate, then laugh weakly before saying, I can tell you that I'll only say that it wasn't bad. He raises a dark brow and asks, why can't you tell me? Haughtily, I say, because you don't deserve to know. He laughs and says somewhat deviously, you are adorable, Cookie. Now more than ever, I want inside that mysterious mind of yours. He trails off, and I think to myself, yeah, right, you just want me to let you back inside the cookie. He smirks, and it's as if he's read my mind because he says the physical wasn't bad, though, huh? I guess I can work with that. You'd better, because that's all you're going to get out of me. 
I say evasively. Really? He asks as he puts his plate down and dons a serious persona. I give him a you damn straight look and he motions for me to lean forward. I hesitantly obey as he moves in close. At first, I think he's going to kiss me, but then at the last minute, the fucker bypasses my lips and moves to my ear. At my ear, he whispers, your body calls you a liar, Cookie. I'll let you be coy if it makes you more comfortable, but it's not my first time at the rodeo. Believe me, I know exactly what a turned on woman feels like. So no, that's not all I actually got out of you tonight. I can't hide the shocked expression on my face as he pulls away to stare pointedly at me. It's as if my earlier statements had been the most ridiculous thing I could have ever said. Damn the bastard. He moves his face so that it was inches from mine. I barely maintained hold of the wine in my left hand as he looked at me. I suddenly felt hot, flustered, sort of embarrassed, and shy. What the fuck? I'm not a shy person. White chocolate could make me forget my own damn mind if I let him. I was knocked completely off kilter, and now I was struggling to find my equilibrium. I was unable to meet white chocolate's gaze as a flurry of irrational thoughts entered my mind. I tried and failed to regain my composure. This is totally ridiculous. You're never this unglued. It's him. What is he doing to you? Careful, Snook. This one plays dirty. But you like that he's dirty, though. I shut down all my crazy thoughts and finally refocused on him just as he began to lean in for a kiss. I automatically closed my eyes. I could feel his warm breath against my parted lips as I waited and waited. Impatiently, I jerked my eyes open to see him staring at my lips. Slowly, leisurely, he moved his gaze up to meet mine again. A knowing, superior look crosses his face, and he suddenly smirked before blinking those gorgeous green-gray eyes. He pulled away and picked up his plate continuing to eat as if nothing just happened. Holy shit, I was being played by a white boy. Who the hell knew white boys even had such allure? And just who the hell did he think he was to put me under his spell like this? I was a smart, confident, and attractive black girl. I was supposed to be immune from this kind of shit, especially from a white boy. And what the fuck had that almost kiss been about? What had I just telegraphed to him to make him look at me like that? This white boy needed to come with a warning label because he was dangerous as fuck. He had me all discombobulated. He was unpredictable. And I just couldn't seem to get the upper hand in this game of dominance we seemed to be playing. In short, white chocolate was running some serious game on me. He just checkmated my ass. And sadly, surprisingly, there was no way I could outmaneuver him. Damn him! Game, set, match. It seemed he'd just acquired both the lock and the key. I'd been outclassed. Maybe I should just play it smart and toss in the towel. Besides, deep down, I couldn't deny that the shit was sexy as hell. Again, I found myself thinking, damn, 
I wasn't ready. This special edition comes from A Little Kiss and Tell, the blog. Come hear these reads. 